everyone. Have you guys ever heard of Andrew Huberman's optimal morning routine? Because it is really fascinating. It's all over the internet right now and people are loving to talk about it and try to replicate it. And it is really interesting. It's a little bit different and a lot less problematic than some of the other morning routines that I've seen. It's very approachable. And it's something that we could, for the most part, all learn something from. Andrew Huberman, for those of you who do not know, is a neurobiologist and ophthalmologist at Stanford University. I might be getting that a little bit wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure that's right. On top of his work at Stanford University, he is a podcaster and he is also a YouTuber. And all of his content is based around science, and it, it, it kind of combines science with practical, everyday wisdom, and how to change your life for the good ways based on science. And YouTubers are eating it up right now. I mean, content creators in general are eating it up right now because it is so interesting and I think so different than your average what I do in the morning kind of thing, that a lot of people are wanting to try out what he does because it is backed in science and see how it affects their day. So for those of you who do not know exactly what his morning routine looks like, I'll kind of break it down for you. He says he gets up around 6.30 a.m. This often depends on what time he goes to bed at night, it might be an hour different, it might be 30 minutes different, something like that, but it just depends on what time he's going to bed the night before, which he says he aims for around like 9, 30, 10. Right when he wakes up, he likes to, if the sun is not out yet, he will flip on artificial light just to kind of get the body up and going. If the sun is out, he will go sit outside without sunglasses and he will expose his retina to the natural sunlight and the UV rays. And this is, he says the reason behind this one is you want to get your circadian rhythm in sync. And this is gonna help you have a better night's sleep that night. He then participates in something called non-sleep deep rest. The non-sleep deep rest, or also called NSDR, is basically a form of meditation where you're sitting maybe with your eyes closed and you're in this deep restful state is what it seems like. He also says that there's a lot of YouTube videos on this and they have some guided ones that are really helpful. So if you're interested, I would definitely go ahead and YouTube NSDR and see what you can find. He has caffeine about 90 to 120 minutes after waking up. After that, he likes to do deliberate cold exposure. And this is something he is really, really big on, is deliberate cold exposure. He recommends about one to three minutes, and that really depends on how much experience you have with bringing your body down to that temperature and Maybe you can handle a little bit more. Maybe if you're just starting, you go closer to the one minute. This is a way to reset your dopamine levels. And he's really big on resetting your dopamine levels. It's painful, and I don't do it every day. He apparently does it every day. 
but then he follows it with a warm shower. But is it is it's fun. It it is absolutely a little bit uncomfortable. Therefore, I don't do it every day because it is so uncomfortable. I do dread it. But on the days where I do, um, yeah, it definitely wakes you up. It kind of re-energizes you. Resetting your dopamine levels. Yeah, I, I agree with that. He then partakes in a 60-minute workout. He says it's somewhere between 50 to 60 minutes with a 10-minute warm-up. Sometimes it goes on as long as 75 minutes if the equipment at the gym is being used and he has to wait for the equipment. His first meal is then around 11 or 12. From what I'm gathering, this is his breakfast of sorts. And he says, although he is not ketogenic, that he avoids carbs and starchy foods in the morning because it does make him a little bit more lethargic. So that's his optimal morning routine. It's interesting. It's cool. This is pretty easy to replicate. You don't need very much equipment to replicate this one. It does seem like you would be pretty well awake at that point. And I think that's why people are really interested in trying to recreate this. So on the theme of today, I want to talk about what my optimal morning routine looks like and the things that I do in my mornings. Because for those of you who do not know me, and I'm sure those of you that do know me know that my mornings are very precious to me. My mornings are my favorite part of the day. I do the things that I love the most in the morning. And honestly, if I don't have that same routine every day, it just kind of throws the rest of the day off. It doesn't completely ruin it, but it just makes it not as nice as what I'm used to. So if I can, I try to set myself up for having a good day. I think what I want to talk about first is what I avoid. And these are things that I know directly ruin my day or make my day not as pleasant. Starting off with my phone first thing in the morning is really hard not to do. But when I do keep my phone either downstairs charging or in a different room charging and I don't have it right when I get up, it makes a really big difference in my day. It's not as it's not a great morning when I start off scrolling through social media. While it can seem fun and like there are good things on there, it also causes anxiety because I'm looking at other people living their life and doing other things and it's making me feel like I want more. And it's it's already distracting me from things that I need to do. So if I if I can, I like to have my phone charging in a separate room than where I sleep. So then if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to get out of bed. I'm not going to go grab my phone. It just makes it really hard to. Whereas if my phone is on my bedstand and I grab it when I wake up, I might be on my phone for like two hours before I try to go back to bed. And maybe I don't ever go back to bed. That's not great. That's That takes a lot of sleep out of my day. I try to avoid news in the morning because the news has been just negative. People are saying that the news is really negative right now. I kind of am getting the feeling that the news has always been negative. It's just what we 
what gets clicks. It, it really is. I mean, we are fascinated by terrible stories. And it sells. And I just, maybe later in the day is more appropriate for news, but definitely not in the morning. I try to stay away from it because I know that there is going to be negative. Here's an example. So I opened up a tweet one day because I had been notified and the tweet said, just the little notification that I could see said, rest in peace, we will miss you dearly. And it didn't have the name. It, It had nothing else. And I was quite curious. I was like, oh my gosh, did somebody really big die? Like, what is this? I click on it. It's a news article about a person that I know nothing about. It's kind of small news. But now, because I opened up that article that one time, that's all Twitter is notifying me about. And so every day now, I have been getting notifications when somebody has sadly passed away. So I've messed up the algorithm. So I've had to delete the app And maybe I'll open it again at some point and hopefully I will have learned my lesson and restart that algorithm. But those notifications are terrible. I mean, that's just, you don't want to see that within the first couple minutes of waking up. I also try to avoid any big decision making right in the morning. I try to make as few decisions as possible right in the morning. So I'm I'm not worried about work. If anything is going on at work that is needs my immediate attention, I will be notified about it somehow. Somebody will call me or I'll get a bunch of emails or somebody will show up at my door if it's that big of an emergency. Realistically, though, nothing is that big of an urgency that needs to be handled right in the morning, right when you wake up. So I don't. I don't deal with that right in the morning. I... I do as few decision-making steps as possible, honestly. I try to limit that. Now, I did do something crazy this morning, though. I broke basically all of these rules. I was very excited. This morning, I had made the decision last night that this morning I was going to buy a laptop. And so not only did I have my phone with me right in the morning, but right in the morning, I chose to buy a very expensive item before I even left my bed. It breaks all the rules. It did it did it destroy my morning? No, because I, I started I got right back on track afterwards. But it, it probably could have waited. I mean, I probably didn't need to do that right away. It's why? I mean, this is the thing. It's it's not perfect. I'm not perfect. But if I could choose to make my morning better, no big decision making's right in the morning. So then what does make my morning routine really optimal? Well, honestly, it starts the night before. The night before is how I'm setting myself up for success in the morning, is I want to create an environment that is going to set me up for success the next day. And there's a couple things that I do. The first thing that I do, I, I set my clothes aside if I know I'm going to have an early morning with a hard workout that I might not want to do, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick out those clothes. I'm going to get my whole outfit ready, including my socks and my shoes, and I'm going to lay it out right by my bed. It is ready to go. 
This also goes if I have something early to do in the morning that maybe I need to look presentable for. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get those clothes laid out too. Bonus points if you've already ironed them. Honestly, if they are ironed the night before and all you have to do is just put them on in the morning, you have just really, really made your life easy. My next step is the night before. I make sure that all of the electronics that I'm going to need throughout the day to do the things that I need to do are charging because this is such a bummer. There is nothing worse than you are trying to go to the gym and your phone is has not charged and you're on like 50%. Oh, and you didn't charge your Apple Watch, so there there's no way of you being able to record your workout and your headphones, you didn't charge those either. So I guess no music today or you're going to have to go to the gym an hour later because now we have to make up for things that could have been charging overnight. That might sound like a first world problem. It is a first world problem 100%, but I want to I want to have those things while I work out. Could I go about my day without any of those items? Absolutely. I really when it gets down to it, do not need those items, but I want those I want those things there with me. And this is, these are part of my habits. These are part of what makes my daily routine a habit is because I have all the things that I need already set up and ready to go. The last thing I do before going to bed is I make sure that the sink is clean. I try to put away all the dishes. I try to do a little tidy before I go to bed. I try to make sure there's nothing crazy on the floor or the trash isn't left out or there's a spill on the counter. I try to clean up everything because it can be really unmotivating when you wake up in the morning and you are behind from the night before. There's no reason why some mess that you created the night before is now a chore for the next day. You should try to get that stuff done. I try to get that stuff done the night before. That way when I wake up in the morning, it's a clean slate. I can do anything I want that day because I don't have the chores from the day before creeping their way into my brand new day. Some other things the night before, trying to wind down on the phone. I haven't had caffeine. Preferably, I stop drinking caffeine 12 hours before I go to bed. This does not always happen, but I sleep much better when it does happen. Like once a week, I might have a little bit of caffeine during work, but I really, really, really try to avoid it. I try not to drink the night before either because, yes, it it does make you fall asleep faster. It does not make you fall asleep better, though. You're not getting the same REM cycle that you would be getting without the alcohol. The alcohol is putting you asleep quicker, but... It is not an efficient way to be rested. So I try to avoid those things. So then when I do get up in the morning, hopefully my phone is charging downstairs. If it is not charging downstairs, I'm going to try not to look on it. Just just avoid it. It's so tempting. I want to see. I get it. I want to see my messages that I got overnight. 
I want to see any notification. I want to check my Instagram really bad. It's been hours. I wonder what's going on that I've missed while I was sleeping. It's just put it off for like a little bit. Just it'll be there. It'll be there after the things are done. So I try not to look at my phone. So I get up, no music, no media, no TV. I change into something that is either the workout clothes that I laid out the night before or just something if I'm not working out that day, maybe just something that is a little bit more appropriate than pajamas. I go downstairs, I brush my teeth, I do the things, I wash my face, I get the dogs ready, and we go out for our first walk of the day. This is, well, I guess before, I do flip on all the lights before, when I get up. It's really helpful. Right when I get up, all the lights are on. There's no going back to bed. When you're up, you are up. And then when I go outside for my dog walk, I don't wear sunglasses in the morning and I am exposing my, my eyes, my retinas, to the UV lights. And yeah, I guess that is helpful for waking up. I feel good going out. I would recommend this to anyone, even if you don't have dogs that need to go out and take a walk in the morning, is just put on something comfy, maybe workout clothes, or just comfy clothes, just, you know, like that one step above pajamas, like, that's it. And maybe you've brushed your hair and put it into a ponytail or whatever. But just like, you didn't roll out of bed, but basically, it did not take any effort, really. And go for a walk. Have fun. The next thing I do is when I get back from the dog walk, this is my favorite part, is I make myself coffee. And I, coffee is a non-negotiable. Coffee is almost, I went through one period where I tried not to drink coffee in the morning and I missed it so much. So coffee, coffee happens here. It's normally hot. It's either it's hot and it's black or it's iced with almond milk and a little bit of sweetener in it. So I do that. I then have lovely chores, which are a thing when you have 600 pets like I do, and you have to feed all of them. So it's this whole feeding routine, but at least I have my coffee that I can drink while I'm doing the thing, Um, but (laughs) it takes a while. But once they're all fed, then I get to feed myself, and I never skip breakfast. I know. Breakfast is a must. I have to eat something when I get up. I've not been, I've never been the person that was like, I don't have an appetite in the morning. I don't think I know what it's like to not have an appetite. I'm hungry. I, I could probably eat within five minutes of being up if I really didn't have anything else to do. So I make a breakfast. It's normally oatmeal and a banana whole banana and maybe some blueberries or walnuts, oat milk, and a lot of honey on it. And I put a little bit of salt in my oats because I like a little bit of balance on them. So then from there, I let myself eat my breakfast. We still have no music on. We still have not turned on the TV. 
but I am now sitting down. And I like to check my phone a little bit here. I let myself check my phone a little bit. But it's normally for like kind of things that are going to be relevant to the next 45 minutes. I check my my calendar, which is a physical calendar, to see what workout I have planned for me for the evening, what running schedule I'm on, and maybe I look at my phone and I get some ideas going for what it is I'm going to be doing the rest of the day or what it is I'm going to do at the gym or maybe I'm mapping out a, a run. It's something along the lines. I, I, I'm not, I scroll a little, yes, I scroll a little bit here. Not too much, but just like a little bit. Because then I, I, I'm starting to get myself ready at this point. We are now getting into, you're about to go to the gym. You are about to work out right now. So the phone goes away and I'm now in, you're gathering your stuff. You're getting ready. I do let myself kind of like sit for a little bit just to kind of process my breakfast because you don't want to go like right from eating a bowl of oats to like out the door running within 10 minutes. You definitely want to let it sit for like 30 minutes or something. But then at that point, yeah, I go and I work out. And when I come back, I shower and I'm free to do whatever I want the rest of the day. That is my favorite morning routine. That is the thing that I do almost every single day. And I love it. I love it. I, one, I I do work a job that starts later in the day. So I don't have to have one of those 6.30 mornings. My morning starts around 8.30. So I don't, 8.30, 7.30, somewhere around there. I don't need to be up super early. And so it's a little bit easier for me. And maybe you're somebody who does have to be at work at nine or eight or even earlier than that. But my thing, my advice is I would somehow figure out how to have a, a morning routine. And maybe it, it takes 45 minutes. I would somehow figure out what time you would need to wake up to give yourself a little bit of that waking up period, the de-stressing period, and the getting yourself ready for the rest of the day even if you work really early, because I think it's just really beneficial for setting yourself up. And that's all I have. This is a pretty fun episode. My heart's racing a little bit. I told myself, I, I had my coffee earlier today, and it was great. And then I met my friend for coffee like an hour ago. And I told myself I was going to get decaf. And then when I got up to the counter, I just kind of like panicked. And I panicked, ordered a iced coffee, which I've like half drank at this point. And my heart is just, this is why we have the one cup and we should be done. But lesson learned. Lesson learned. It's, it's not perfect. It's so far from perfect. Well, I hope that you have found this, if anything, a little bit entertaining. Maybe you would like to try some of Andrew Huberman's morning routine. Maybe you would like to try some of my morning routine. Maybe you're going to think about what you do and what your optimal things are. Maybe you should let me know what those things are. As always, it has been really great talking to you all. Please like and subscribe. Leave a review if you can. I would absolutely love it. Maybe share this with a friend who you think might enjoy this. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.